now recording. And we're back. And we're <laughs> back. Are we though? Are yeah. we back? Uh, yeah, it looks like we're back. All right. Sweet. Allegedly. So All as right. we said before we left, James has his inaugural Fuck This Game Award. Yeah. So it was it was tight. There were a number of games that really fucked those games, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. but uh, I just... I had to give it to Layers of Fear. Dude, yeah. For the just the number of times I screamed and like shook just my entire body playing that game. Fuck that game. <laughs> Fuck that game. All right. Dude, on. there are a number of just choice James screams <laughs> from that <laughs> recording. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> <laughs> it's like actually too good. But also listening to that footage was harrowing. That's it, the it, thing. It, there was a point like it was funny yeah. for like thirty minutes, and then it just became really sad. <laughs> no, it was actually like we were like looking through it, and it was just like became this window into the sadness <laughs> of like literally like, honest like James and Ernest saying, "I just don't want to play this anymore." I think I sent you cookies the next day. I think I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care if I just we have to do something. Yeah, we have to do something um, oh, hell yeah perfect well that there you have it the fuck this game award yeah fuck that game all right, all right. and so then our next uh games category that we have is best collective experience and so for this this is mainly our games that we all played together or games that we were able to have a collective bonding experience discussing in terms of, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other. It'll make sense. But this is a fucking short list. It is. Based a, you just Compared to the best narrative list, this is relatively short. So for best collective experience, we have Apex Legends, Human Fall Flat, Risk of Rain 2, Heavy Rain, Baba Is You, and Dear Esther. Half of these games are multiplayer. Yeah. I also think it's a clear winner, and we could just no, 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 this no, no, no. <laughs> I think there's two. There's a fight. Oh, there is a fight. Yeah, right. a fight. I want to hear what well, Elena's clear winner let, is. Yeah. Let's just do the act. Like, can we just do a Me clear too. axe first? Yeah. The sure. Clear axe. I'm gonna say human fall flat. Yep. And yeah. Apex Legends. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dude, we didn't even. Apex Legends was a multiplayer game that we didn't even play together. Actually, maybe a little. No, we played, I played. We did. We did. We, did. we played a couple times. Yeah, okay, we played we did. a couple no, times. You're right. And it yeah. was fun. Yeah. It was fun, and I'd be happy to go back to that game. Yeah. With you know anybody that wants to at some point, yeah, it's not downloaded on my computer, so that might so be, it'll never happen. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just you guys say it's a collective experience. I just remember so many times mm -hmm. I would like launch in, and then everyone would be just halfway across the map. And I'm like, yeah. wait, no, come back. You're <laughs> like, like is I'm the circle a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> it's a bad thing. You're in trouble. <laughs> so, what about Baba is you? So I, I actually like I kind of have no. Place yeah. saying anything about this because I was not a part of this one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's um, right. What it was? So I could not use my computer this week, that week. Yeah, and so McCoy was like, "Hey, just like you know, watch me stream this game, and we can chat on Discord." Um, and, and thank God you were there because you solved all the puzzles. No, I'm it's not true. all of them. Zoe solved some of them. Yeah, yeah Zoe, Zoe solved some of them. Yeah, some. but the yeah. thing about it is just that like this game. One, a running joke amongst us is that I can't solve puzzles, and I can solve joke. some puzzles. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's um, there's it, actually it's really cool to have like a collective mind solving this stuff. Yeah, and it's like 
I can't believe I want to say like, and in my professional life, I don't really work with teams, but it's like, <laughs> or like, I don't have this experience, but it was like actually nice to be like, fuck, let's solve this problem together and bouncing back and forth. And then I'm fucking dropping out and James is carrying despite a 12 second delay. Yeah. Or if I'm not carrying, Zoe's carrying, exactly. you know. And then I, like, triumphantly <laughs> solve one puzzle in the third, you know, third and act just Adam to show that I'm exactly still there. the same amount through the game, if not farther, like, by himself. Yeah. yeah. Which, respect. You yeah, know, that's respect. hardcore. Like, I didn't find that game, like, I, so I was playing it along, or not with exactly, but I was playing it and also talking to people who had played it and were also oh, playing okay. other levels okay. and stuff. Okay. And, like, we were all very much, like, do not tell me the answer to any of these puzzles. Mm-hmm. That's sure. Um, that's a fair point. Like, the point of the game, as far as I understood it, was to, like, you know, solve puzzles. Yeah. And uh, you guys apparently had different ideas, but that's well, fine. Yeah. But I we mean, also solve like puzzles, though. Different. That's the thing. You don't yeah. want somebody that just already figured it out to tell you, but if you're working through it with people... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different thing. I'm just doing yeah. a, a goof and a dig at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, cut that shit, right? True, 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 true. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I think with the other... Yeah, games on it's the definitely list. a good solitaire game. Yeah, and Risk of Rain. Look, like Risk of Rain was a cool game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 I don't know. Nope, Risk of Rain, wrong rain. Nope, wrong rain game. Keep going. Yes, but not us. Playing as as a podcast was really fun, but it was kind of rough. It, it was, was rough because I kept on stealing all the items for myself and then dying. So was it was kind of a weird game. It's like a weird game to be multiplayer. It's also be- not balanced for five people. Well, we modded it too. Yeah. It's like kind of wild because all the items have like super powerful synergies with each other. Mm-hmm. So like you want one person to have all the items. Um, and if you're playing multiplayer, that's like well, not fun. And it's specifically, it's the turret guy and those healy things. Yeah, or well, like, yeah. or whomever, right? Because like yeah. the robot dude, uh, like just fires super fast, so you give him everything that it triggers on hit, and he just like rolls around and demolishes everything. Um, yeah. Or you just give literally everything to any person, in, except for like the fungus to the engineer guy, and like. Did you just give to him? They yeah. just they yeah. just demolish, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a weird game to be multiplayer. Like it's good and it's fun, and it's like I'm kind of glad they did make a multiplayer, but it's like it's weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, it holds up to the others on this list. I can't. <laughs> that are not multiplayer games. <laughs> and that Adam wasn't. Actually, so so let's talk about Dear Esther. Yeah. Because clearly there's been like some outcry. I didn't mean to hint to what I was going to, but yes. Yeah, you didn't give it away. It's chilling. Um, <laughs> it could be any rain based game on any this list. <laughs> yeah, any rain based game left on this Dear list. Dear Esther. Which, sorry, we are down to just two left Heavy yeah. Rain and Dear Esther. Unless there's something on the back of this. Nope. Um, <laughs> nice. So. I, I kind of pushed for the inclusion of Dear Esther on this list um, because this Dear Esther improved dramatically because we talked about it. Right. Um, yeah. Like we all kind of played through it individually and we're like, huh. And that was like about the extent of it. And then we started talking about it. And because it randomizes everything, like the narrative is narr- is like randomized. So much is randomized. Um, we had one of the most productive, interesting discussions about that game. And that that's was right. like more fun than the game itself. And that's, I had fun with the game. Yeah. Um, so I think as a collective experience, so I was not a part of the heavy rain stuff, so I can't speak to that. Hmm. Um, but my argument for Dear Esther was that the, the podcast, like it was all recorded, right? But like that podcast was central to the experience of Dear Esther and yeah. it was very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And, and that case I, I think is fucking rad. Like I agree. Like it's, 
it's like almost like you could reverse it and then it's just like a huge dig on our podcast but it's like that podcast was actually relevant and useful after playing the game (laughs) (laughs) and it was awesome um but it added a lot one relevant and useful experience out of 32 plus some extra episodes per game yeah yeah i mean you know that's not bad hey it is a hit rate yeah, yeah, we can maybe we can do it again. No, but it's just I totally agree with Adam. Like that experience afterwards, like just solidified it in a way. I come I came in being like I I don't know I don't know about this game, and I came out being like never mind. This game is fucking rad, and like that's awesome. Then yeah. that's something that not only would I've never have played it alone, but I never would have gotten that alone. So like that's just purely like somehow the collective experience. The game kept going in a sense, as you were saying later. So that's fucking rad to me. Right. Um. So then that's a very different thing than Heavy Rain. <laughs> Which we all played together, sort of-ish, like watching McCoy and Gabe play this game and um, being uh, shocked by their ineptitude, um, <laughs> laughing at the shenanigans and um, getting drunk for the most part. I mean, I think we said it so many times on the drunk episode, and I guess we'll say it again. It's just what made the game fun was the collectiveness of experiencing it together and then being able to, um, you know, people point out stuff in the background that maybe the player hasn't even noticed or they just point out something really janky and then you just exploit the jank and riff off of that. And it becomes this mystery science theater 3000, you know, riff fest just tearing apart this game and i was gonna finding say finding the one that's zoe at a nightclub <laughs> exactly like yeah we're, we're going around a nightclub just looking at all of like the npc dancers being like that's totally me <laughs> yeah that's me yeah yep. yep. like yep. we spent so much time yeah, on exactly. the game not focused on the story but overall just the story environment and just trying to exploit it as much as possible you know like you know and it doesn't hurt also that it's just fun to jab at McCoy for seemingly making the wrong decisions. Uh, <laughs> flawless. I feel like through. you could have said anything after it's just fun to jab at McCoy. <laughs> and it would have been accurate. <laughs> Reasonable. Reasonable. By the way, flawless fucking playthrough by me. I didn't miss a single fucking QTE and I got the fucking sex scene in the end. I did it on the floor. It, come on, guys. Like, that was quality content. Um, no, yeah, it's true. And it, I mean, it is like, it, it is it does mean something when it's like, this has been a really fun experience to have, just laughing your ass off playing a game together with friends. Like, it's true. There's something that is really meaningful about that. And I had tons of fun doing that with Heavy Rain. And I would consider that like my best collective experience. Like Dear Esther, like, yes, like for the discussion standpoint, but like, there's also just really something funny when all you have to do is like make fun of how horribly animated the kids look in that game. And oh you my god, it's bad! <laughs> it's bad. Laugh at all of you know Ethan's struggles as he's chopping off his finger and army crawling through yeah, glass. That's when we were laughing at him. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did not laugh when he got shot in the head at the end of my playthrough. Um, oh yeah. That's... Nor was it a good collective experience. But <laughs> that does not play to to all of your experience. Right. Fair enough. I mean, but like as as somebody who is a you know bystander to the podcasting experience, you're usually downstairs when I'm recording. Like, did you hear the fun when 
I was like listening in on the Heavy Rain playthroughs. I did. I did hear the fun. I think I also appreciate the collective experience of like having a really good discussion around a game. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're saying there wasn't a really good discussion around no. Heavy Rain? Uh, no, he might not be saying that, but I'm saying that. Yeah, that's so it's fair to say. I'm not saying it's all fair to say. I'm just I'm just asking. I will say that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't weigh in anymore on those. I mean, my favorite of the bunch was certainly Human Fall Flat because I actually played that with all of you, and mm. I thought it was like a kind of special game in many ways. Um, the downside was you got like drug along like from nowhere to somewhere if somebody got too far ahead in a level but that's right mm-hmm. um it certainly doesn't win but it's my honorable mention and beyond that i'll let you guys duke it out <laughs> yeah your award winner well we were looking for a third because we crossed off everything except for two despite the fact we're supposed to have three so <laughs> were we supposed to have three well i think that's what we're doing right we never made any kind of rules I don't know. we don't yeah. make yeah. rules As here everything there have been no decisions made and no rules laid out we just like posited the idea and then i think i tangent it and i think that's how it went down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, since yeah. there's no rules can we just put heavy rain and deer Aster on the same platform Okay, yes. that's fucking crazy. They're very fucking crazy. Yes. I mean, they're they're like very good collective experiences in completely different ways. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which is like kind of weird to like even compare them against each other. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, fuck it. I don't care. There's no <laughs> way we go through Dear Esther and try to riff off of that while drunk. Be like, ha yeah. ha, your wife died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did say almost exactly that sentence while playing Heavy Rain. But it's kind of a different atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, yeah. 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 Okay. Is that where we're fucking at? I mean, I, I, I would honestly. It's, it's with hard that. to say one is better than the other. Yeah. yeah. They're so different and they're so lovely, and I'm yeah. just thankful for both of them. Right. Yeah. So, Elena's so mad. She's like, "Heavy rain. It's not I even close." That. I okay. can accept that. All right. All right. So there we go. Best collective experience will be both Dear Esther for the discussion and Heavy Rain for the laughs. Honorable there we go. mention to Human Fall Flat. I just yeah. want to note that I'm going to write down Heavy Rain first. So it'll be Heavy Rain and Dear Esther. Mm, that okay. is your right <laughs> okay. to do. As official podcast recorder, I can yeah. get that right. All right. Scribe. So then next in our individual awards, we have the the game Zoe played through the most. So as is quite well known on the podcast, I tend to play through some of these games multiple times. So as I get better endings than my cohorts. Um, <laughs> and are able to explain what the fuck is happening. Exactly. And so with that, um, I did actually take an inventory of how long I've played through. And so it came down to three games. Um, so first... Well, so Tacoma I had played through four times. Uh, so I think it came through Tacoma I played through four times. Uh, Gree I played through four times. But then Bioshock Infinite I've played through five times. Oh my God. <laughs> How many times wow. have you played Bioshock over the years, the first one? Oh, the first Bioshock? I think I, 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 I still think I've only played that one like maybe three times oh, all the okay, way through. Okay, okay. But Infinite, because of the Voxophone, I mean like Bioshock has the same audio log mechanic but there's for some reason there's something about the voxophones to make sense of the story where i was just like i need to find them all it's because so- <laughs> it's because they had to add the story in after they had built the whole game right <laughs> well, and also like with bioshock infinite i kept on going into bioshock infinite being like okay i'm gonna end the game on weapons other than the small the the hand cannon and the carbine 
no matter how many times I started that game, I would always end with the hand cannon and Carmen because I'm that like, oh, fuck like, this. That <laughs> sounds like this playing good. sneaky sniper with the bows in Skyrim. It's like, I'm going to do swords yeah. and yeah, I'm going to people with the bows again. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's just so good. It's just so good. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So there you go. The game I've played through the most is Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. Infinite. Um, wow. Okay, so then comes to our third category of games, which is the biggest surprise. So these are games that we went into not quite sure what to expect, but then came away with what I would be assuming are very positive experiences uh, and you know things that have delighted us that we were able to play it. So with this, we have Dear Esther, The Static Speaks My Name, Spelunky, Detention, Doki Doki Literature Club, Orwell Keeping an Eye on You, The Cat Lady, To the Moon, Apex Legends, Black Bar, and the Bioshock Infinite DLC. So I have an axe immediately. Um, I was not exactly under the impression that this was for positive surprises, but if that's what we're going with, then we probably just immediately axe The Static Speaks My Name. That's not a positive. <laughs> I guess you could be like positively surprised with how sickening. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean I was. Gabe, really, Gabe did really like it, but he's yeah. not here, so he didn't get a vote. Absolutely. <laughs> Rough. Oh yeah, it was. I wasn't really all that positive. Yeah, it made me feel fan. icky at the yeah. end. But like that. I yeah. mean, I think you could. Okay, look, I'm down Biggest to cut it. Biggest disappointment. But maybe. No, 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 no. Because you could That's think about category. it from the lens of like. This was a, like a game, I think, by a single guy, right? And it's free on Steam. And for it to have that level of sickening impact is, I think that's stunningly impressive. impressive. That's a surprise. I still hate it. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, okay. Yeah. I mean, but okay. Does are, it matter? Wow. We, yeah, no, that, that does. We should clarify this right now. Are we caring about specifically positive surprises? Yeah. Or is because like, I did not expect that. That was impactful. I nearly threw up literally getting out of the computer. Like, like standing up, I was like, holy fuck. And I just went to the kitchen like, wow, I'm actually sick. But I, like, that's surprising. I think we can say it can, it can maybe be like, you know, you leave it with a presumably positive, but can, can probably also just be like an I didn't expect that kind of feeling as well. That said, given this games list, I'm still going to ask the stas- static speaks my name because. So. I did not know what I was getting into with Doki Doki Literature Club. And that was a shocking and joyous surprise after an hour or so of just being utterly bored to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. game is weird and ridiculous and stupid in in like just crazy over the top like insanity and murder. Etc. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. I don't know. That was like. That was very surprising in a positive way. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that experience. I did not enjoy the experience of the static speaks my name on any level. Right. Now, one thing I, I did put it on this list, but I am willing to axe immediately would be Spelunky. And I only put Spelunky on biggest surprise because given that it's a game that just where you die constantly and some of the mechanics are jank, I was surprised that I lasted as long playing that game and actually played longer than like three hours on it despite always like dying. Um, I found it to be joyous, but hearing all of you guys talk about how roguelike should be and how Spelunky was, I'm like, hmm, maybe I just need to play more roguelikes. (laughs) But um, 
I, I'm willing to ax it immediately. I just wanted to give it a shout out for being a, a, a surprise for me in terms of a game I didn't expect to like, but ended up actually being okay with. <laughs> and similarly, I would say the same for Black Bar. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to get the support at this table, and that's okay. Um, and potentially in the world either. But, like, I just I thoroughly impressed me. Um, but You gave it your honest. gold star. It had its moment. Yeah, exactly. Would, yeah, so cut it. Was anyone surprised by To the Moon? I guess I'm curious why it ended up on this list because I not really as much as I liked that game I wasn't surprised by it necessarily I would say the surprising piece of it is that you know when you get an RPG maker game like you expect certain things from that What you don't expect is what comes packaged with to the moon Mm -hmm. Um, Like it does sell itself as more of a narrative game like on the steam page and stuff, but like kind of the aesthetics and like what you see um you're expecting it's, it's, more squirrel fights. Right. It's whole presentation. You expect more squirrel fights and a whole lot less poignant writing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that does belong on this list. Is it the top of this list? Uh, maybe. Um, but like, I think it is surprising simply because of the way it is presented. Yeah. And the quality, like the, the heights that it hits, that surprised me. Like, every time I cry, I think I would give pause and consider that a surprise. I don't go into games being like, yeah, dude. It's like, yeah. Well, well, no, there is some yeah. kind of match between the presentation, like, the, the mm-hmm. um, polish and presentation and the quality of, like, the writing and the narrative and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the discrepancy there is, like, tremendous. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's I guess I've had a very no, different agree. experience with that, but if that's what you guys had, then go for it. I think I had, no, like, heard about it. I'd heard about who, whoever the guy, right? Like, one guy or a small group of people who make those games, and there's a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And I sort yeah. of, like, knew going in, like, oh, this is, like, a tearjerker sort of, like, this is going to be an emotional narrative kind of game. So I knew that one, but if nobody else did, then I see why it hangs here. I feel like I'd heard of it in a similar vein as well. Um, I wasn't exactly yeah. surprised by it. I, I mean, it's not to say I didn't enjoy it very much. Yeah, I liked it. Um, <laughs> okay, let's just cut Apex Legends then. This is Yeah, a- that was a surprise that it came out. It was, and they're surprised that it was good, and it was a surprise yeah. that a game in that genre, like where everybody and their mother was trying to make a battle royale game, and they were all like, not landing, and they were sinking studios, literally, yeah. or alternatively, studios were on the process of sinking. Then they put out a battle royale, it fails, then they sink, and then EA of all people come out well, with a good respawn, one. But yeah, true, EA, true. Yeah. Um, but and like they it, do a great job. Yeah. And it competes at the highest level of those games. And it's different. Yeah. It's not just like a copy. It's actually something that has its own unique flavor that feels like they really gave it some extra loves. Like, that's fucking rad. Push like, that's the genre me, forward. That's, like, a really big surprise to me. I thought that genre was, was, was closed at minimum. Like, just in the same way that, like, League of Legends is not going to get outcompeted by another MOBA, like, tomorrow. Like, it's yeah, done. Yeah, but, I mean, Fortnite is still, like... Yeah, well, Fortnite is massive, and so is yeah. PUBG in other yeah. countries as well as here, but it's just like <laughs> they actually got something up there. That's so, like, that space, everyone dreams of being in that space. Yeah. That's like the holy grail of multiplayer cash cows right now, yeah. and everyone was trying, and someone actually got there, so that's impressive. But maybe not for us. Maybe this is right. our yeah. biggest surprise. Yeah. I guess the surprise there is that like all the stuff around it, right? But if you like boot up the game Apex Legends, you aren't like, holy what? shit, what is this? Like, <laughs> I could slide yeah. on my knees. It's like, it's yeah. exciting. It's exciting to read about in like a news article. It's the like, ping. oh wow, they did this and it's working. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, yeah. it's not like, holy shit, you, can, you got shields. What the fuck is happening? Like that's not, 
Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I'm, um, I, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. I think the other one I'm going to maybe propose um, axing is Orwell, keeping an eye on you. Yep. Um, yeah. Because, like, to me, it was like really surprising just the the depth of the world building in that and how detailed it gets and um you know i really like like i've said before i really love world building a lot but compared with what's remaining on this list like it's not like i played this and i was just like my life has changed forever now like it was all stuff that was to be relatively expected um Mm. and it was just the overall detail of the game that was like pleasant so i'm willing to ax that um so i'm going to propose axing to the moon we talked about it a little bit before but like it, there are parts of it that are surprising. I don't think it makes the top of yeah. this. There are, like, yeah. there are other things that are way better. Like maybe it's it's, it's purely surprising just because it was so goddamn good. Yeah, it's and like then, the, the quality is shocking, but it's yeah. not like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, if we're gonna go in that vein, then maybe then the cat lady should be cut well, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I understand totally. I I, I I would say Bioshock Infinite DLC. I was um, gonna say that only because like I I would say that was considered a biggest surprise because you play through Infinite and you're like eh, like, whatever. And then they're like, oh, we're announcing this, you know, DLC, Burial at Sea, follow Elizabeth's journey, you know, as it continues on. And you're just like, nah, maybe. And then you play it and you're like, wow, this is excellent. Like, yeah. an excellent story. Um, you know, that said, like, it's it's also just one of those things where it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's as surprising as maybe I make it out to be or as pleasant as some of you guys might have perceived it. I feel like to me it was more of a relief than a surprise. Um <laughs> in that reasonable in that it it finally like came true with on the promise that like infinite yeah like proposed of like this could be really great storytelling. This could be like this really concise like well thought through experience and and like infinite felt like it just wasn't like they thought through parts of it but not the whole thing um and then you get to that game and it's like oh this is what this is what i wanted from this right you know and it's like it's not that it's a surprise it's like a relief yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's like thank goodness yeah it was great. I think surprises in the Bioshock series actually come down to like the would you kindly moment. Yeah, which yeah, to me yeah, is like yeah. one of the biggest surprises in video games. It's not on this list, and I don't know. Maybe it should be. Maybe it. Maybe it should be. Yeah, maybe it should be. I do agree with striking the Infinite DLC. Yeah, I feel like we were thinking more of like it was <laughs> yeah. a surprise that I like this game. Right. Yeah. right. Not like, I think not you like too. I was shocked. Yeah, like, and I want to. Yeah. I want to clarify really quickly. At least in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I feel like. We should not exclude games necessarily because we were surprised that they were excellent, but just that maybe we can build a case that there's a game that has a bigger gulf of a surprise for other reasons. Because I think being surprised that a game is excellent is a totally legitimate reason yeah. to be surprised about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so I just it's just something to think about. But okay, how do you feel about this one? For Doki Doki, that's like the classic surprise game. Like that's like the surprise built into the game, the game. And yeah, um, it's true. Unfortunately, as a result. I mean, that shit made the rounds far before I ever played it. And there was no surprises to be found the whole game for me. Because mm-hmm. I knew. I think it also That's doesn't fair. help that Steam categorizes it as psychological horror. So my guard was up, like, the entire 
time I first played through it. That's I fair. remember because yeah. I was like, something's gonna go awry. And I don't yeah. know what it is. I mean, there, well, and there's also yeah. we talked about the trigger warnings yeah. at the beginning of yeah. it. Right. Yeah, and I felt that it actually succeeded despite that to mm-hmm. be surprising. Yeah. Like yeah. because, and I talk about this in the podcast of the Goody Literature Club, but it's like, you know, you go through like an hour <laughs> of yeah. like just run-of-the-mill dating sim not not even like like bad like legitimately yeah boring as hell (laughs) and then it just fucking pile drivers you yeah and it's like i was ready like i knew what it was i'd listened to another person play through it and like you know they're playing through it silently and they just come on the mic and they're like oh god oh geez oh it keeps getting worse oh my god yeah and it was that for like half an hour (laughs) yeah um, I feel like, like I know who that was. <laughs> so, like, even despite that, even despite that, I was still hit by it. Yeah, um, it I think was me like too the, as well. The chills and etc. Hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, okay. At this point, we have four things left on this list. Do we? Yeah. Can dear we read Esther, this list. Oh my god, I've yeah, been lazy about crossing. Detention, Doki Doki Literature Club, and the Cat Lady. Hilarious. So we've talked about we've talked about Doki Doki. Dear Esther, I think we were all just surprised because it just looked like a generic walking yeah. simulator. Yeah. And we've kind yeah. of talked about, you know, the cool uh the cool effects that, that game has, the fact that people have multiple playthroughs. Detention I wanted to put on this list because when it came to Spooky Games Month, I had to miss one week of Spooky Games Month. And when it was like, Zoe, what game should we play when you missed your week? I was like, eh, I'll miss detention. Like you you guys assigned attention for that you know I'll 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 fucking play deceit that one week nah, <laughs> we, uh, reasonable you know decide <laughs> to play the, those spooky games and then you know I'm you know on vacation in London and I get text from like McCoy just being like dude what a beautiful game and I was like whoa wait like what what the hell and then I played yeah. it myself and I was yeah. like wait this is a very beautiful beautifully done game um. And so, like, that's why I want to put it on here. Because it, on the surface level, if you look at the advertisements for it, you're like, oh, like, it just looks like a generic horror game. Uh, you know, it has that the similar, um, I guess, animations as the cat lady does. So you're like, okay, how, like, how terrifying can it be? But it's so much more than that, which is why I wanted to put it on Biggest Surprise. This is the yeah. one you tried to play on your iPhone first, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a huge surprise to me that that you would defend it then, because I remember the plane ride to London where you were just cursing the whole time, hating <laughs> this game because you could not play it through your phone. Right. And yeah, you actually went back and gave it a better chance on a bigger screen, right? Right. And yeah. It was worthwhile. So. And this is a game that I had zero understanding or expectation of beforehand. I'd never heard of it. Had, had you guys heard of it? No. no, like that to me is a fucking massive gulf. That's right? true. It deserves true. way more accolades mm-hmm. than it gets. Yeah, right. Way more. This to be one of my favorite games of this whole list, like the, the ultimate list, to come from nothing. Like, dude, I spend way too much time listening to fucking game chatter to not like pick this one up. Like that was that's that true. was stunning. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's so can we talk about the cat lady? Yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's let's cat bag oh. something metaphor. What's yeah? It's Why was this on the list? Because I had also not heard of this game, uh, and I thought it was fucking stunning. I, okay. I, I I I this game speaks to me, and again we've already been over it. It doesn't speak to the rest of the table, or maybe it speaks to you or something. But like, 
it doesn't speak to this group. I had high hopes for this game, and then I was disappointed. So well, there's a category for you. That's my surprising. Yeah. That yeah. was surprising. It was yeah. surprising. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it fits. Yeah. I. What's surprising to me about this game is that I guess medium. Its flaws like help it in a way that I'm not sure I know how to tease out. Where it's like it has like kind of a really garbage jank art style and a and definitely like garbage jank audio mixing and stuff like that. Like and people are voice. using. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like they're 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 speaking into their Apple laptops and they're peeking yeah. their microphones, uh, and we're doing the opposite. But it's like, <laughs> which is also bad. But the point is, no, it's just funny because like, I what it was like so bad, and it was like one of these things of like it, from a production standpoint, you don't do these things that they're doing. These are just purely bad form because they take you out of the experience. But then it's like, this is an otherworldly like ethereal experience that you don't know if it's real or not, and that to me was like working. Cause it was just like, this isn't normal. Like this, what they're doing with the production isn't normal. And that actually lends itself to the, you're not sure if it's normal where you are in their narrative uh, and in their realities. And so that was actually fucking rad. And like, I, it's just, it's so bizarre to me that like the absolute do nots like actually worked well for this game, similar with the art style. Um, that being said, dude, I'm not going to fucking win this one, you guys. <laughs> and I think I have a category coming up where I get to shout this shit out. So let's just, let's cut it, right? Yeah, I think it'll be hard to get consensus around it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like beaten out by other games on the list. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we're left with Dear Esther, Detention, and Doki Doki Literature Club. I want to put in a little word for Dear Esther really quickly in that... I think it's another example of like a game that I really didn't know much about. I'd heard a little bit about it. Um, didn't your dad tell us to play yeah, this game? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the thing about this, though, interesting is looking at the Steam page, I think it maybe intentionally or maybe not, it like really opens with like generic kind of gray, like kind of bad texture island. And you're like, this is the most generic shit I've ever seen in my life. And no, it's fucking not. And not only is it not that because it's going to come up with some amazing story, the visuals are going to fucking knock your socks off too. Yeah. In like the cave, for example. And so it's like you have this, like you start on the island and you're like, it's a generic island, but then it's like it's starting to have more character and more character. And you're looking at this like, you know, lighthouse, this like red beacon that you're going towards. And you're just thinking to yourself like, this game might have more than I thought. And it just continues and continues and continues. So that to me is... Is I mean that's like a surprise element I would say at least um, I'm not saying it has to win or anything I'm just saying like I wanted to, to put out there that even on the Steam page when you look at this like because I because my dad had said hey you should play this before and I would like look at it and I'm like why like why and I was totally fucking wrong I was totally fucking wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that's similar to detention though in a lot of ways of like yeah. the arrest and detention were kind of like unknown games that really surprised everybody in terms of like how good they were and what like interesting stories and interesting worlds they delivered whereas like doki doki is i think we've like already said it like the like it's a like, the surprise game like mm -hmm. everyone kind of knows it's in there somewhere um but it's like that's what it is mm -hmm. i don't know what that means in terms of who wins but like, I yeah. want to axe Doki Doki just because it was already pretty well known by the time we played it, despite whether we were expecting it or not, I think. Okay. Can we honorable mention it? Is that how that sits yeah. out here? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it has its merits in terms of... Especially yeah. because, I mean, I think if you knew, like, if everyone knew it was, like, the surprise game, and yet it still hit people with the surprise, which is not to be named... Um, like, I feel like that gives it some credit in terms of, like, well, you yeah. knew it was yeah. coming, yeah. but it yeah. was still yeah. somewhat shocking when it did actually happen. Right. I, w I would say that for certain understandings of Biggest Surprise, 
um, like depending on how we decide to take this category, Doki Doki would win in yeah. my book. Yeah. Um, it is the most surprising of the games on this list um, in terms of like you sit down and play it and a surprise happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I'm totally fine taking the other tack because like I would think this would win in a category that perhaps this category is not. Yeah. Um, and you so, can make the argument that it being such a good surprise is actually what ruined a surprise for us. Right? Yeah, it, that's yeah. true. You know what I mean? Like, it grew. Because we missed, we missed the boat. Yeah, we missed but, the wave on that. I mean, it didn't even really ruin it because, like, everyone had a great experience with that's it. That's true. Totally. Right. totally. That's true. So, well, like, it less, lessened it, maybe. Right. Yeah. They, they took precautions against that, um, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they they led with an hour of boring. Yeah. Um, there was nothing they could do to get away from the level of hype that they had surrounding that thing. That's right. true. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It kind of did doom itself a little bit, but I would say it succeeded despite that. But in any case, I'm happy axing it um, because I think Dear Esther or Detention are kind of in competition for a different thing, which I agree yeah. is more interesting to talk about. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the level of literally having no idea that this game exists to, holy crap, this story is amazing, this game is amazing, um, give or take a couple of mechanics, but like the Detention has... Yeah. Like, edges it out over Dear Esther for me, um, personally. I would agree with that. I, like I said, like I said, like, I I had no interest in playing Detention. I was happy skipping that week. Yeah. Um, You know, I I had zero interest. Dear Esther, at least somewhat, I was like, okay, well, like, it does show, like, that it's, I've heard of Dear Esther before. I've heard of, um, the Chinese room, the developer come like I. They should be making a great game. Like I guess I don't know. Like I don't. I didn't know much about the people behind Detention, and like I said, you look at Detention, you're like, oh, it just looks like a generic horror game. Like yeah, and to the point where also like. <laughs> watching let's plays of detention is a little bit hilarious only because the people going into it are like yeah this looks like a really like really scary game like let's play it guys and they play and they're like oh okay this is about a massacre like <laughs> let's see if we can rip this rip this off like it's just like yeah. No, like yeah i think a lot of people didn't expect what detention could be in because yeah. it was marketed as horror mm-hmm. um when i would argue it's really not in some aspects it's atmospheric like, it's atmospheric yeah. horror, but like i guess well i have can i get a word in here yeah go ahead um i think it is more horror than okay this is me twisting words um because the horror genre i think would better be termed as the terror genre Okay, yes, this is the whole yes. terror versus yeah. horror thing, I suppose. I, I, I think it is one of the most horrifying games right. like of Spooky Games Month. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it, it does it in a, in a very different way than the other games do. So it's like, I get that people try to do like a uh, horror podcast to be like, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, I, yeah, and I think for that aspect, I would put detention over Dear Esther. Like, Dear Esther was delightful. Like... I, you know, and the fact that for a walking simulator with such slow pacing to it, I was still wanting to play it two times after that just to fully grasp it. That's a big surprise on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to give this to detention just because it was a hor- horrifyingly delightful game. Um, with yeah. Dear Esther yeah. and Doki Doki is honorable mentions here? Yeah, yeah, I, think I so. would say that's kind of... Just fun sure. little anecdote to end this off. The person who recommended Detention uh, 
and I was like, I came back to him as a coworker of mine. I was like, dude, that game was fucking stunning. Like, dude, you didn't let on at all. He's like, oh, really? I'm really glad. I stopped at the first five minutes. I didn't really like the controls. And I was like, what? You recommended that to me? And it ended up being one of my fucking favorite games, and you didn't even play it? What the fuck? Um, but awesome. I'm so glad right. you did. All right, there you have it. So detention with Dear Esther and Doki Doki as honorable mentions for biggest surprise. We're up with McCoy, who has a special award for us. Yeah. I I think I've said my piece on McCoy's The Most Cat Lady Award. It's just, dude, this game was fucking rad to me. And, like, I, I've even wait, tried to wait, make... sorry, hold on. Which game? The Cat Lady. Oh, so that, <laughs> yeah. that's what one oh, so wins that's the most, yeah, 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 most yeah, yeah. Cat Lady Award. I mean, like, look, sorry, in, in future years, a different game will have to win. But in, the, in its inaugural year or something, you know, it's just... This game, I've already tried to make backflips about how the bad shit in this game is actually good. Don't you see? You're just not on the right level. Like, but it's just, I fucking love this game, and it speaks to me. And um, apparently, the the my fucking mating song is just grating microphones <laughs> and just horrible audio. So there you go. Um, cool. All right. So I think I think we get Sorry to break it that way. I think we'll follow up with biggest disappointment, then take a break after that. Yep. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, for our fourth category, we have biggest disappointment, and uh, for that, we have a short list um, of the Gardens Between, Bioshock Infinite, Starseed Pilgrim, Yomawari Night Alone, Cave Story, and then just a, <laughs> as an honorary, you know, <laughs> as a game we did not play, therefore the most disappointing game is Deceit, aka the scary game we never actually played. So, motion yeah. to make Deceit the immediate winner of this category. <laughs> it, is, it is a huge disappointment. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, but, but, okay, here's an argument, though. Isn't that really just you're all disappointed in yourself? That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So there's two readings, right? We were so disappointed in that game we didn't want to open it. Or there's the reading that We've disappointed all of ourselves yep. and and your listeners. I mean, honestly, yeah. Dude, that one guy who's like, dude, I just wanted to. I'm just waiting for deceit. I'm listening to the rest of this shit, but God, as the person who are does we, all, are we are we actually making? Well, that I think the, we should no, go no, down no, the no, list. No, we're axing it. Immediately accent. All right, so yeah. Like, I I put I I think when we were looking back at our overall ratings of games throughout the for throughout the past year I think the one game that stood out is like wait why the fuck did we rate this game so high this game sucked was the Gardens between dude for real yeah. for real yeah wait can we go wait, over your we? ratings for that game yeah, again because did we rate yeah. it highly yeah sort of I mean, ish. we didn't rate it that highly. So, um, as the person who compiled these, I want to read them. That's my right. Okay. <laughs> so, The Gardens Between, McCoy rated it an atmosphere thumbs up, but a playing meh. I love how Zoe, I just fucking just did you that gave to my it a system. thumbs up. James, the voice of reason, gave it a thumbs down. Gabe said, "quote I liked it," <laughs> and Adam gave it both a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Reasonable. Yeah. Also, it, you all, your adherence to the rating system is not great, guys. This, this yeah. is game four yeah. that we played. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I we didn't know what we were this doing. Game. Yes, exactly. No, but but no, wait. I, I wanted to go on what Adam was saying. It, this was really early on, and that's why, like, looking at the rest of these games we played, right, like in the context reverse like, is that what you're saying like right well we like we didn't know what a thumbs up meant yeah at that point yeah do so, we do we know what a thumbs up means dude, but, now though dude, but no we don't we, it's actually I worse mean, now it's worse do. now no but like what's really baffling to me about this game is it i would have liked to have thought that i knew maybe not what a thumbs up meant but what a good 
game was and i don't think i did because like this year has reminded me in a lot of ways of some of the truly excellence uh that exists in the game genre because you know i'm too busy playing my fucking counter-strike over and over again and wondering why i'm not getting a great narrative other than people screaming at me um for not throwing that flash but it's like dude like this game when i played it i was like okay that was all throw the flash dude i didn't buy a flash dude i'm what the fuck? I know, I should have. I know. Sika <laughs> Yeah. So, it's just like... I did like, not pronounce that correctly. It's I'm okay. sure. Yeah. It's, it's just, this game was all right, and then we played, like, good games before it somehow, and that didn't clue me in, and then great games after it, and, like, this game doesn't hold up at all into that. It's, it's, this game is just a good art style, and maybe, maybe a kind of interesting narrative, but, dude, we just went through good narrative. This like, is the epitome of don't judge a book by its cover. Because its cover is kind of pretty. Its cover is pretty. Right. And everything inside of it is like, I don't want to. Well, you're okay. <laughs> All right. Ah, like, ah, ah. Look, this game is not terrible, but like, dude, like we need a better way to differentiate this from There's the rest of the There's a better way to spend list. your 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah there is. Right. Holy shit. Um, There's fuck a better way to spend game. your time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it was disappointing, but, like, but I didn't have, like, crazy high hopes for it in the first place, right? Yeah. There so, might like, be some, like, yeah. nice gifts from the game that you could make the background, like, of something. Yeah, so it, it makes has a good phone screensaver. Mm-hmm. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get something out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I put a Yomawari Night Alone on this. Yeah, I was saying, I think Yomawari Night Alone, like, uh, that might win for me. It drops um, the ball personal super level. Yeah. Right. And, but but it the, picked it up really high. The part that I played of it was not disappointing at all. Didn't you just get through like the first five minutes? Yeah, I, but but that's I the point. That's that. the reason. Yeah, no, this game, this game picks you up just to drop you. You know. Well, but it right. drops but you so hard. Like, yeah. it's got, like yeah. killing that dog yeah. is such. It's yeah. so incredible. Yeah. Face no, yeah. punch, and then it kind of just like, ah, uh-huh, fuck you, and it doesn't do anything else for the whole rest of the game. And not only that, it, it, I wish it did nothing else for the whole rest of the game. It actively fights you trying to complete it and have any fun. I was <laughs> that, that game would have been a better game if literally it was the the tutorial, and then it cuts cuts to. No, seriously. You mean like seriously. how I played it? Yeah. I literally was like. The dog died, and I was like, "Fuck this game!" And then why did they get your reward? <laughs> fuck, fuck layers of fear more. Fuck layers yeah. of fear a lot more. Okay, but so I, and then I like tried to play it a bit more, and I was like, eh, "I might play it tomorrow." And then I didn't play tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, you right, had like, the best experience. I, I, well, so like, Gabe has had Yomawari on our games list for a long time, That's and true. I remember looking at that game like, this game looks gorgeous. I really want to play this. This looks awesome. And I was playing through it, and I'm like, okay, like I just gotta get used to the controls, and then I'm gonna like this game. And then I played it for another two hours more, and I'm like. This isn't really doing it for me, but like maybe the game gets better. And so then I pulled up a plate. Like, I, well, first of all, I missed Gabe's uh, note that you should use a walkthrough when playing through Yomawari Night Alone because just playing through it blind is apparently just impossible, which I learned very quickly. So like that's already a little bit of a disappointment, the fact that you can't even feel like you can navigate the game on your own without having to pull up a walkthrough. And then like, the fact that I was like playing through it and I'm like, okay, like I'm not gonna finish this game by the time we do the podcast. I'm gonna watch a playthrough of it. And then watching just p- person after person, like really good gamers just struggle through this game because like, they haven't moved their character like a frame more to the right to, you know, get past 
Like, McCoy's rolling his eyes right now as I'm saying that. Yay. Like, this game hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, frame tight dodges do not belong in this genre. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, yeah. what the fuck? But also, I think Yumawari <laughs> disappointed me because it did, it had so many good things. Like, it was so, like, right on the edge. Like, the art style was so great. Like, the beginning of the game just nailed it. Like, you were so invested in that story. And what a great concept. Like, a little girl out alone at night. Like, I thought the enemy design was actually pretty cool. Like, they were very different. They had all, like, there were so many things that made me really like this game. And then it just, like, repeatedly punched you in the face over and over again, being like, no, you can't yeah. like this. And to me, <laughs> that was just so disappointing. I didn't even have to play it. I just had to watch McCoy oh, play it, which might have been worse. Because he, but it was just. It was I, bad. That game, to me, really sticks out. Like, I wrote several pages about that. I was just like, I, I can't yeah. take it. Because I wanted to love that game, and it like tempted you so hard to love that game, and then it just it just took it away. Yeah, it looked like a pain in the ass. It was yeah. a pain in the ass. Like it, also the promise of uh, like the premise is incredible, right? It's like you're a girl on, uh, out alone, and it's like it'd be really cool if all like the the demons and monsters and things were just like your overactive imagination. Is it like a what are you eight year old, six year old, a woman like alone that. at right. night, like a horror game? Like that's kind of <laughs> oh my, oh no. <laughs> Genre. Where's the yeah. fucking balloon noise? <laughs> it, it does all the right things for the, all the wrong genres. Like it yes. just like fucks yes. left and right. It's bad. Um, so, well, that's a contender for the top spot. Can yeah. I just say real quick? Let's eliminate Starseed Pogrom because no one knew what the fuck that was going to yeah. be. <laughs> you think that's going to be Yumawari? No, I, think I just think that I, wasn't a disappointment. I was it say, was just like frustrating and opaque. And I came into Starseed Pilgrim being like, this game's going to suck. And yeah. It met my expectations. Yeah. I think the disappointing aspect of that was like, we're starting the podcast and we all have this like, exciting energy and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but actually That's the podcast so was so killer though. No. So like, who I think, fuck? honestly, I feel like maybe we should go back to that after a year of yes, like learning games literacy. The hundredth episode. We're gonna oh, no, games literacy won't help you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> nice. like, maybe I looking that. up how to play that game online like a lot. Also won't help you. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Can we just, why is Cave Story on this list? Uh, I think it might have been because like Cave Story was near and dear to me, mm. um, and like playing it again after so many years and looking back at it, like it was a disappointment in the sense that it was not um, a peak gaming experience. Yeah, still good. Yeah, but, like still it, good. It, it, it had fallen from now that I have played a lot more games and like the uh, bar has been raised for like free games, right? Because mm. the biggest thing about Cave Story is that it's just like a freeware game that you can just go out and download, right? Yeah. And you're like just goofing around on the internet as a middle schooler, and you're like, "What's this? Hey, Dad, can I download an internet program?" And he's like, "Okay." Mm. And then you do that, and you're like, "Wow, this is like a legit experience that you could find on like the Super Nintendo." Wowzers. Yeah. Golly gee. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, that has been, it like kind of set the bar. Yeah. Uh, I think my um, rating of this game was <laughs> recorded by Elena uh, as mostly of historic import. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reasonable. So, like, but it's, it's still good. So yeah. it can't be the biggest disappointment. Right. I feel like. I mean, it could be if like I had truly thought it was the very, very best. But yeah. no, that's what Actually, Dark yeah. Actually, I showed this podcast to a friend of mine. He was like, ooh, I love the cave story. That's like my favorite game ever. Let's oh listen boy. to that episode. And I oh was boy. like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right. And we turned it on. We were like driving somewhere for a couple hours. And he, he just like, he was just like, 
I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be his biggest disappointment. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just what our is podcast. Our disappointment? Disappointment? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even exactly say it was the biggest disappointment for me, but yeah, yeah. like that, that yeah. is why it's on this list. Yeah. I mean, but I think we can axe it. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, okay. there is something yeah. melancholy about re- revisiting something from your childhood, and it's just not exactly up to standard. Like, I watched like the movie Holes recently for the first okay. time, and okay. I loved that movie as a kid. And I watched it recently. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this movie's ridiculous. What the hell? And I remember that book though. Yeah, the book was, was good. But well, you movie. think? Have you yeah. returned to it? I don't no, know. That's yeah. true. That's, that's the fear, right? right? That, that gets years. a little bit weird yeah. when it's like an adult going back to like a young adult fiction book and being like, "Look at this piece of shit." Yeah, it's not hardcore enough for no, me. Those Tamora Pierce novels, those hold up. Go back yes. and read them. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I always like to. It's true though. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, so then, then the anyway, last same one that question we... though. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Why is why is that on this list? I didn't find it that disappointing. What did I miss? Oh God! Did you, did you <laughs> listen to that podcast? Reese, oh he listened. Oh, they, you know they all blend together. Yeah, they all blend yeah. together. So many Bioshock episodes. Yeah, that was when we just talked about our builds, right? No. Oh. <laughs> no, that was that was Bioshock Two. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was the one where we argued about politics, and by we I mean everybody else because I skipped that game. James, yeah. we needed you. I know, you needed me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bioshock Infinite, like, has a lot of things that it attempts to engage with and then doesn't. Yeah. Um, which is mm-hmm. why it's or disappointing to me. Or doesn't successfully. Or right. In, it, well. it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I mean, that, that that was my parsing of it, and other people may have differing opinions. Um, but, like, my parsing of it was that it, like, has a lot of promise in like what it tries to talk about and then i don't think it succeeds at any of them Mm -hmm. and also that i felt the shooting was humdrum and Mm -hmm. that like all the enemies were bullet sponges and like it it isn't it was neither particularly fun to play nor particularly interesting to think about uh and this is a game that i'd heard from a great many people is like the pinnacle of gaming yeah like a masterpiece Um, so like that was kind of jarring for me jump around on cables yeah that's Dude, to play fun. Bioshock 1 and 2 in the context of Infinite, it's like, holy shit. Like, Bioshock 1 was more fun to me. Like, to play, physically. Like, yeah. the game. And for yeah. that matter, Bioshock 2 was twice as fun as both of them. And we didn't, even realize, yeah. was, we didn't even realize you had iron sights in Bioshock 1. I know. What the fuck <laughs> Literally was that? Was. What the fuck was that? I, I found it on one gun, and because I, I think it, it like, brings up the tooltip for one gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, the like the cross. Isn't there a crossbow in that game? Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, that one. I think it. There's a tooltip. Everybody else turned off the tooltips though. Yeah. Right. So hardcore gamer <laughs> stress. I think like. Yeah, I found it, and Zoe was surprised when she saw me zooming in. Oh, oh my really? god! I, yeah, it was weird, like, right? The weird. heavens opened up. I was yeah. like, what? Iron I didn't find it entirely helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it was unnecessary. So like, I I think you know again I. Think and we talked about this on the Infinite episodes. I think Infinite just had this really boisterous big vision that ended up just getting cut due to budget restrictions, you know, materials, what have you. I mean, like you look at the Bioshock Infinite that was presented when it was in Alpha versus the Bioshock Infinite that we got, and they are vastly different. You know, be. In, in Ken Levine's world, Bioshock Infinite was going to be like, you have to, you know, be on these cable lines while there's boxcars moving. And, you know, there's a lot of action going on. There's a lot more meaningful things to engage with. And then I just think So much going that, on in every frame. 
Oh, well, <laughs> I, I, I think it was just you know they ran they ran out of money or just didn't know where to allocate to it to, but yet they still had this big boisterous story that they had to just somehow fit into this game to make sense and i think as a result it just kind of left some people feeling disappointed which i think is valid um i mean i i appreciate bioshock infinite for its you know its visuals i think it's a Mm -hmm. gorgeous game to play through mm -hmm, pretty i love the feeling of the guns a lot more than the first bioshock you know Mm -hmm. the guns actually feel like you're doing something whether the enemies are bullet sponges or not Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, like I, I can see, like I don't necessarily agree with, but I can see why it could be seen as a disappointment to some people. Yeah, like could you see it in a disappointment in the light of like opens cool, ends cool, but then there's like a middle piece that's, or maybe like a three-fourths of it, and then you take that into the context of the DLC, which is so fucking good, and you're like, damn, what if this game was that good? Yeah, I never saw it as a disappointment yeah. in the first place because I liked the ending of Infinite. Of yeah. Just going, like, you know, when Elizabeth opens up that tear and suddenly you're transported into Rapture and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, there's this whole other side of the story yeah. that has just blown up before my eyes. And then, you know, the whole reveal of, spoiler alert, Booker is Comstock. Like, Jesus Christ. That's That was cool <laughs> to me. I really liked yeah. that. I sat back yeah. in my chair. I was like, huh. Like, mm-hmm. really trying to piece that together. And, you know, you guys heard my whole timetable of all of the events that have transpired and constants and variables, and et cetera. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that shit's cool. Yeah. That, um, that, that, to me, is almost, like, part of where the disappointment is, like, that shit was cool. Right. But, like, man, that was, like, this much at the end of the game. Right. Well, <laughs> so could you guys yeah. see it being, like, Yomawari most disappointing? Because it sounds like people were upset about that one. And then the honorable mentions being the gardens between Bioshock Infinite. Because that's what we still have left on okay, this list. Okay, hold on. That's fair. It was, yeah. it was well defended. I don't yeah. need Bioshock Infinite to be on there. Okay. Yeah, personally. Uh, I also don't know if I need the gardens between me either. Like yeah. we, we 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 gave it its fucking due. I think Yomawari <laughs> said. I think Yomawari is kind of the clear winner. Just the outright winner. Yeah. No honorable mentions. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Yomawari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No need to kill the dog. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no! Like, you yes, need to kill the dog like, eight more times. No, <laughs> you need to find another dog and then lose him. that one. Yeah. That was the only thing that worked. Oh my yeah. god! That's and these would be dishonorable died in anyway. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Dishonorable <laughs> mentions. I like that. Okay. All, right. All right. Perfect. Well, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we will get through best visual experience and worst game. Yeah. <laughs> Just worst well, game. yeah. That's and, kind of an award. And Gabe might input some uh, his own award. If he gets around to recording something, I love yep. we just put this on him now. Yeah, yeah bro. Yo, you know I don't edit this, so you're <laughs> on blast. <laughs> but also, we all know he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'll never know. Fuck. <laughs> it's endless loop. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great choice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 